Well, when Denmark initially put in restrictions when it came to the border of that country, people moving around the border, going to schools and whatnot, we were talking with Shane Woodford, who is a freelance journalist now based in Denmark. He's a former CKNW reporter. So we've brought him back on the show today because the news now is that Denmark is getting ready to gradually reopen the country. And Shane is on the line with us again. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Always good to talk to you, Jill. How are you? Uh, very, very well. So what is happening? Because this seems like it didn't take all that long, although a, the, the days are all kind of melding into one. But it seems like it didn't take all that long for us to get to this point where we're seeing Denmark about to relax restrictions and reopen the country. Yeah, we were under, and still are under, uh, but we've been under lockdown now for roughly one month. Uh, that's going to continue uh to a great degree until May when a sort of reassessment will take place. So what's happening now is we have closed borders. Uh, most of the stores are closed. Restaurants can't operate unless it's doing takeout. No tattoo parlors, no massages, no nothing with close personal contact. Universities and schools are closed. But as of Wednesday this week, they're reopening schools um, up to grade five. And that includes daycare. So we daycares, kindergartens, and then grades one through five kindergarten here is grade zero um and that's sort of a first cautious toe in the water of a reopening uh and they're going to see how that goes and then as i said in may then they'll try and reassess based on whatever the landscape is we've sort of hit our peak and the important numbers which is the icu demand the number of danes with coronavirus that are hospitalized and especially those who require a ventilator have all been trending down now for almost two weeks straight so um, fingers crossed, we're over sort of the peak of the first wave, and now we kind of see how the country can kind of, I don't want to say get back to normal, but try and restore some sense of normality and get the economy going again while dealing with whatever coronavirus throws at us next. And I understand, too, the Prime Minister uh, warned people and said if we open too quickly, the risk is that the infection rate's going to jack up again or rise again very sharply. Yeah. So clearly they'll be paying very close attention to that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, this is, as I said, very much a, a cautious first step in the water. And the reason they're doing it is uh, essentially kids at the age up to grade five have a really, I mean, according to health experts anyway, have a really uh, slight chance of getting coronavirus. I think it's about 1.9%. Uh, and there's also, again, according to the health experts, no evidence that a child of that age has transmitted coronavirus to an adult. That said, you know, um, and th- th- this is a, a new thing. The corona, We don't know exactly every little aspect and angle of how the coronavirus works. So there's some nervousness even in this reopening among especially parents and and I'm one my little guy will be one of the ones going back to school on Wednesday uh, about what this means for our kids and and worries about you know bringing coronavirus home uh, all that kind of stuff but there is really 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 stringent protocol and how they're going to do this so much so Jill that that not all the schools are going to be ready by Wednesday I think I just checked the numbers this morning and I think it's about maybe 40% of the country's schools are going to be ready to go. And that's in, in trying to meet the, the strict restrictions placed on them by the health board. Right. What is it, do you think, that, that led to this? And that Denmark was early when it came into bringing the restrictions, but you talked about the restrictions in that country. They weren't as, as much as we saw in France or in the UK, 
but they came in later. Do you think it was the timing that Denmark was able to, to, to flatten that curve and get to this point? That would be sort of my best guess at this stage. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not an infectious disease expert, but I have been, you know, diving neck deep into, into all of the numbers and the data and watching it really closely. Um, and it seems to me, if you look at the numbers, that all the countries that acted proactively, that hit the panic button when, you know, the evidence may not have been terribly great on the ground for, to justify that action, like Denmark, like in Norway, like a Finland, like a Slovakia, like a Poland, to name a bunch, uh, they immediately took drastic measures. Like immediately, within days, Denmark went from shutting down the economy to closing its borders uh, to close, telling hairdressers and tattoo parlors they can't go. University students were sent home. The public sector was told to work from home. My wife is one of them. Uh, and that has done a lot. I mean, at least the evidence so far seems to indicate that that has done a lot to flatten the curve and to restrict the spread of the coronavirus to countries that seem to be the hardest hit, you know, your Italy's, your Spain's, your uh, Britain's, your France's, uh, and the United States as well, because they're probably the hardest hit, they are the hardest hit nation on earth right now. Um, all were extremely late to react or didn't react until it was much, much, much too late. So at this point, like you said, schools up to grade five are getting set to, to follow these new rules and reopen. And will it then be monitoring that as far as if restaurants reopen or what is then allowed yes. to reopen in May? Yeah, so what's going to happen is um, the current lockdown conditions minus uh, the limited school reopening that will take place on the 15th this Wednesday um, will continue until at least May 10th. And then I assume we're going to hear from the Prime Minister in the days uh, leading up to May 10th to get an assessment of what's going on and then on the 10th and after about what their decision will be. Um, my sense is, is that, you know, I don't, obviously you don't have a crystal globe in front of me to say how everything is going to work out, but my sense is they're going to keep a, a hawk-like eye on the numbers and the situation, and then they're going to start to look at reopening the country. I think the um, the big question mark will be around borders. Uh, you can sort of restart the economy internally. Uh, it won't be easy, um, but you can make a pretty good argument, numbers holding, that you could do that, and then Danes could go out to restaurants and, and resume shopping and all of that and to some degree kind of reignite the economy. Um, but I think if you look at what China's done and kind of getting a, a handle on the coronavirus outbreak, and now they're super nervous about somebody bringing in a wave of infection from outside, so there's super vigilance on their borders. And I, my best guess at this point, Jill, is we're going to see until there's a vaccine or some kind of proven treatment, I think you will see very, very nervous countries doing very, very cautious reopenings and being very, very hawkish on their own borders. And should international travel start up again to some extent, I think it will vary from country to country about who they let in, if they let in anybody, and what guidelines and restrictions you could see coming into the country. For example, you know, let's say Denmark throws open the borders in May, but the United States is still in the throes of a massive outbreak. Well, then they could say, well, you know, if you're coming in from the United States, you're going to have a two-week quarantine, or maybe they say you don't, can't come at all, something along those lines. I think we're going to see that for the, at least the next few months to immediate future until a vaccine shows up.